there once was a Pharisee, uh, and his name was Nicodemus. And he comes to Jesus in the middle of the night, and he wants to be taught by him. And Jesus tells him, if you want to see the kingdom, you have to be born again, or born from above. Born again is the popular translation. I like born from above, but we'll go with born again. They're, they're, they're both good translations. And Nicodemus is shocked. He's befuddled. He's amazed. He can't believe what he's hearing. And Jesus says to him, aren't you a teacher of Israel? You don't, you don't understand what I'm saying? You teach the Bible, right? And you, you're amazed at what I'm telling you right now. What does that mean? Well, that means that being born again is something that's taught all throughout the Old Testament. Where is it taught throughout the Old Testament? Every time we see, you, you think sometimes typology is criticized, but that's where the teaching is. Every time you see a death and resurrection in the Old Testament, it's talking about being born again. That's what being born again is. It's, it's a type of baptism. It is baptism. And in our passage, Israel going down to Egypt is one of these instances of being born again. It's always been part of God's plan for Israel to be born again. Israel goes down to Egypt as a kind of death. It, and th this is something that God tells Abraham, your, your descendants are going to be afflicted in, an, uh, in a foreign land for 400 years. And then I'm going I'm to bring them out. And that bringing out, what does Paul tell us? That is a baptism. That is a baptism through the Red Sea and into the pillar, into the fire, into Moses is what he tells us. So, they, so Israel, this nation, Jacob, going down with all, all the caravan and all of his descendants, it is a death. And then what does God do? He puts them into slavery. He, he puts them into bondage. It is a kind of death. And he pulls them out. He pulls them out from the slave masters of sin. He pulls them out from the slave master of the devil and the world. And he pulls them out through the Red Sea. And then he establishes his covenant with them. Amen. Just like what happens in Christian baptism. God pulls you out of the world. He pulls you out of, this, out of sin. He pulls you out of the grip of the devil. And he establishes his covenant with you. He baptizes you through water like they did in the Red Sea. He baptizes you into fire with the Holy Spirit. And that's exactly what happens with Israel when they come out. So if we take a look back and see the larger form of what's happening with Israel, they, God is teaching, you must be born again if you want to see the kingdom. He's teaching rebirth here. Now, the traditional and Catholic understanding of, of John 3.3 is 100% correct, which is you must be born again of water and the spirit. It's talking about baptism. But the evangelical understanding and the traditional understanding is also true. Being born again has to do with a conversion of the heart, which, which is just another way of saying repentance. It's living a life of repentance. That's also being born again. It's living a born again life. All of these things are connected. They're not discrete entities in the Christian life. They're all connected. That's what baptism means. You, it means somebody who has a new heart and lives that out by repenting of their sins and following Jesus. So both of these understandings are 100% right. And this means that we confess our sins to God. We forsake our sins. We walk in the newness of life. We walk by the Spirit, we forsake the old man Adam, and we walk with the new man Christ. We, like Israel, go down to death in Egypt, and then we, like Israel, come out and are born again and brought through the waters, brought through the fire, and we are established in covenant with God, with Christ, in the new covenant. And that's how we are to walk. We are to walk as people of the new covenant. And by doing so, you will see the kingdom. This reminds us of our need to confess.